Welcome. In this episode, I'm celebrating the return of the light. I'm sharing the most magical moment of the year with you from my childhood, and I'll take you with me into my favorite winter solstice ritual. Welcome to Soul Whispers, the official soul-based coaching podcast where we are inspiring conversations about new paradigm coaching. I'm your host, Annemiek van Helsdingen, founder of the Academy for Soul-Based Coaching, where we've impacted the lives of thousands of coaches and clients. I love sharing insights and experiences that can make us all even better coaches, healers, therapists and leaders in this time of rapid transition. You can expect new perspectives and rigorous new paradigm coaching practices, all rooted in yin-fueled wisdom. Enjoy! It's not something you would do now, I know. But this is what we did do for years. And maybe the danger even added to the magic subconsciously. Rituals have always captured my attention and there were so many around Christmas growing up. Pinning all the dozens of Christmas cards we would get to the special ribbon that went around the door frames. I kind of missed those days, but received two so far, but I am sending. Decorating the tree, of course. Finding long lost treasures like the paper tree I pinpricked meticulously in kindergarten. And the fragile bird with the really long feather tail that was in my mum's tree as she was growing up. And going to church in the middle of the night, or that's what it seemed like for us kids. And hear Christmas carols being sing, and then come back and eat worstebroodjes, which is a very distant relative to the hot dog, and the adults would have mulled wine. The church's rituals no longer resonate with me, but the atmosphere of, of connection and hope and worship is still set in my cell memory. And of course, the big moment on Christmas Day, and no, it's not presents. We in the Netherlands do our presents earlier in the month when Sinterklaas comes to town, not to be mistaken for Santa Claus, who is a whole different mythological character. Now on Christmas Day, there would be little metal holders clamped throughout the tree, holding actual little candles. And my mum and dad would very carefully check that they were set solidly and could hold the weight of the candle. And they'd cut off any wigs that were too long so that the flames would stay small. There'd be a big bucket of cold water at the ready. That never got used. And then a match would strike and the candles got lit. All the lights turned off in the room. And we would gaze in wonder and sing. Now this was before electric lights were a thing, but we continued to do this for quite a while, even after they made their entry. The burning candles, they commanded our full presence. This was a moment to draw fully into your heart. The flickering flame of a candle, the way it brings light and dark together, the way it dances and expresses its aliveness. There's a reason we're all mesmerized by it. You notice portal into stillness, into deeper connection with yourself, each other, and possibly also the divine. I know you do. 
a forever on plastic LED light just can't ever offer the same depth and cheer, not even when it's flickering and changing colors. Now, in the midst of all the rituals we are a part of these days leading up to Christmas, if that's what you're celebrating or the new year, it's not always easy to find the ones that offer you this stillness. It's why I've been doing my solstice ritual for 20 years now. Time with myself to honor the depth of winter, to dream and plant energetic seeds, and to celebrate the return of the light. And because I think we all need more magic in our lives, I'm sharing the ritual here with you. It was inspired by one of the first books on witchcraft that I got my hands on. That has disappeared from my life now somehow, but the legacy is still here and you don't have to share in explicitly connecting your ritual to the divine. You can tweak and change it so that it can really work for you. So I'll talk you through it and you could even follow along as we go. It starts with deciding when and where to do this. I love doing this by myself, but on occasion have asked friends to join me as well. I love doing it on solstice eve or close to it, but I don't really subscribe to the only way or the only one moment. I love doing this on an evening where the house is quiet and calm and where I can make sure I'm not interrupted. And then I start gathering what I need. Candles, red ones are great. Maybe some holly and ivy, symbolizing the feminine and masculine as well as life that is ongoing even in the darkest times. I'll collect some of my altar pieces, some objects that have special meaning for me. And I arrange them on the table that I'll be working at in a way that shows beauty and care. I will get some paper and pen, a bowl big enough to burn some paper in, some matches. I might create a playlist and gather some chants and I'll take my favorite card deck and then I'll prepare some cookies or dried fruit and a drink to celebrate at the end and can really come back to the physical, the body after the ritual work. Now if you like you can choose to dress for the occasion bringing even more intention to the ritual because what we're doing is creating this time out of time I start the ritual by organizing the environment, so turning the lights on low, setting the music if I want any, you know, maybe lock the door, definitely turn off my phone. If you do energy work, you can start by casting a circle to mark this ritual in time and place and make it clear that you only invite in that which supports the highest good of the ritual and yourself. I love then to start with a gentle presencing meditation, really bringing my presence to my body in this time and place and notice what is alive for me in this moment, allowing that to be present while keeping my focus on the ritual. And I will say a prayer or do an invocation to share my intention and ask for support from the unseen realms. And you can put in whatever resonates for you. My intention is often something like meeting the dark as it is, fertile and half of life, and to celebrate the light returning 
and planting the first seeds for the new cycle that is about to start. And then I light the candles. I might sing or do a chant. And some of the ones I love, these are goddess inspired, but you know, you can choose whatever works for you. Some of the ones that I really love are the river is flowing or mother I feel you under my feet or earth my body, water my blood. Something about chanting that really brings us to this moment and tap into a frequency where the mystery lives. After I've done that for a while, I will turn to gratitude and feel into what it is that I'm grateful for and writing things down for as long as I can keep writing. Long, 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 right? Small things, big things. Right now, the whole past year, my life in general, the people, the events, all of it. And just noticing when I write something down that I'm grateful for, I will write why I'm grateful for it, what it brings me, or where the gratitude comes from. And by doing that, I can really start to feel that gratitude becoming alive for me and flowing into all of my cells. I might light another candle once I'm done and say thank you for all this beauty in my life and all of the blessings that are already on their way to me. Now as a way of marking this piece, you could do some dancing to really appreciate the good stuff and feel it in your body. Dance the gratitude. And then for the next piece, I turn my attention to the things that no longer serve me. And I write those down on a separate piece of paper, again with specifics. What has outgrown its use? What do I no longer want in my life? What am I ready to let go of? Again, I write and write and keep my pen moving for, you know, at least five minutes, could be 10. Big, small, insightful, plain obvious, all of it on the big heap of things to be composted. And when I'm done, I will light this list with a candle and watch it carefully burn while I thank all that's on the list for what it's been teaching me. I'll say that the lessons have been learned and that I am now ready to release them. I ask for support in these things being released from my life in ways that delight my body, mind and soul. I bless and release. Now, of course, this ritual doesn't absolve me from taking action on changing things in my life, but here, I'm energetically declaring how I want things to be and ask for help. After this, a shaking song can be a really good thing to do. So literally shaking the old ways of being from your system. And then the third part. This is a gentle dreaming part. Like you sit at the campfire, staring in the flames and tasting how you would like to see the future. Seeing it take shape before your eyes and putting some words on paper again, but take your time here. The solstice is not the rushing moment. 
This is deep feeling and noticing and engaging all your cells. Ask yourself, what would I truly like to have happen in 2023? And this is not the time for action planning or accountability or achievability. Treat yourself to dream time. This is the most potent time for dreaming there is in the whole year. And then when you're done writing, take your piece of paper and read out your list. Start with what I, Anamique, with I, your name, would like to have happen is, and feel it in your body as you read it. Feel what it's like when these things manifest. And ask for support and blessing of the unseen world for these things to materialize for and through you and the people around you. And then place your hands on your heart, close your eyes and be with us for a while. Letting go of any need to know how at this point and feeling into what this is like what it's like when these things come into your life. And then you can end by saying, may it be so. You can even do that three times. Now after this, I will draw a card from my favorite deck for the new year and sit with that for a while too, feeling into it, I might journal on it. And then I will thank all that's here, all that is involved and will be involved. And I dance. I dance to a song that is filled with excitement and joy and will celebrate possibilities. And after that, it's time to close the ritual by thanking the forces that supported me in it. I will ask for the blessings to ripple out in the world for the highest good of alls. And if you like, you can make a gesture to support that three times, extending your arms and hands up and out. And then you take the cookies and drink toast to life. I hope sharing this ritual has given you inspiration for how you would like to honor and acknowledge this time on the wheel of the year. And I would love to hear if and how you celebrate the return of the light. Happy holiday season for you and your loved ones.